0: Blackhawks fans, happy opening night and welcome in to the Four Feathers podcast. It's Johnny Donnie, Ron Luce, alongside me, getting ready, gearing up for the season. We've got a great show in store, Ron. I can't wait for this one. This is going to be a little bit different, but it's going to be a lot of fun.
1: It is going to be a little bit different, Johnny, but it's it's beautiful that hockey is officially back for the Chicago Blackhawks. Obviously, the NHL kicked off yesterday on Tuesday, uh, Blackhawks kicking off tonight on Wednesday. But yeah, Johnny, it's going to be a fun show, but it's going to be a therapeutic show. Right. Uh, it's going to be a funny show, and it's going to be a show that I think people are going to need to re-listen to a few times throughout the season because, you know, it, it's it, like you said, it's going to be a unique one.
0: Yeah, yeah, we, this one we're calling it um, how to get through the Blackhawks season. Obviously, we know it's going to be tough, right? The Blackhawks themselves even put out a little promo video today about rebuilding and, you know, how Chicagoans are built, you know, for it. They're, they're tough and getting through it and all that kind of stuff. Um, well, guess what? It's going to it's gonna be hard to, seeing a lot of losses pile up in that right-hand column there. So um, we, we, that's our goal today. We're, we're going to give you a list of tips and tricks and how to get through this Blackhawks tank rebuild season, whatever you want to call it. Um, obviously, there's plenty of things to look forward to in the future, but there's some things you can do right now uh, to help yourself out. So before we get in, uh, dive into that, uh, listeners, make sure go and subscribe on Tap Sportsnet on YouTube. Go and jump in the comments here. We'd love to hear your suggestions, what you're doing. Uh, This year to get through this Blackhawks season. You can also comment via Facebook and we pull them up here live on the show. Go and check us out Four feathers pod on social media on Twitter and uh, on Instagram as well. And on tap sports net, our handle for the parent account there as well. So Ron, without further ado, I think we're getting close. The puck drops approaching. I I think it's time. Uh, we got to get these tips out there to the people. So. I'll kick it off. Number one on the list here is I'm going to steal a line from John Belushi in Animal House. And my advice to you is to start drinking heavily.
1: Oh, yes. We're going to need it all yes. damn season. Yes, we are, Johnny. And it, it could be anything, right? It can be beer. It can be, you know, whiskey. Uh, if you're a uh, a fan of the old martini, whatever it is, whatever your vice may be um yes drink heavily hashtag crack them with us at on tap sports net all season long because
0: it's yeah we're all about it we're gonna be having hawks happy hours all year so make sure you tune in uh jump in with us enjoy that uh, have a couple beverages uh discuss what's going on um you know both with the team and with prospects and all of
1: that good stuff we'll be here for you ron hit us with number two yeah johnny this is something i even need to do still to be honest with you but uh it's going to be one that a lot of people are going to be curious about throughout the year and that is to bookmark Tankathon.com slash NHL, as Johnny says in our notes, for the standings that matter. Um, Because, again, this is a year where you're hoping the Hawks have a lottery pick because a lottery pick is realistically what's going to accelerate the rebuild. So you suck enough, uh, you're going to get a Bedard, a Fantilli, one of those top guys at the top of the draft that could potentially turn the franchise around and be the face of that new Blackhawks team going forward.
0: Yeah, right. And Ron, you know, the Blackhawks have some catching up in those standings to do because the Sharks played over in Prague for the NHL kind of face-off games over there, which the Hawks did a couple of years ago. But they lost both those games, the Nashville Predators. Also, last night, the Tampa Bay Lightning lost. The uh, Los Angeles Kings lost. So they are technically ahead of the standings that Hawks fans want to be at the top of for the season. So, take time slash NHL. Here's yours. Alright, as is. Uh, kind of relating to that number two one there number three is watch Connor bedard highlights yes get excited about it because there's a potential that you could land him but in moderation go overboard i saw someone already reply with the bedard blackhawks jersey hey that's bold I, i am into speaking things into existence as well however remember at the very end is all about luck in getting that sure you give yourself a higher percentage uh by being at the top of those previously mentioned uh tankathon.com standings however um that's why i would say in moderation yes it's okay probably gonna see it blow up over the internet anyway Bedard highlights but um you know just keep that in the back of your mind uh when you are viewing those
1: Yeah, and Johnny, I'm going to go ahead and and, and jump right to bullet point four, and this is one I'm jumping in and and adding on alone because it kind of plays off of yours perfectly, and that's to watch Adam Fantilli highlights as well. And probably a lot of people, your general Blackhawks fans, are wondering who in the hell is Adam Fantilli. Well, I'll tell you, if you followed along with OnTapSportsNet.com religiously and read all of Brandon Kane's great work of covering the Chicago Steel, uh, you would know that name, Adam Fantilli, because he he was – pretty much the franchise player for the USHL franchise here in Chicago uh on those title runs he was their leading scorer consistently uh and now he's going to Michigan and he's going to be playing with a lot of talent up on that University of Michigan team um among those Blackhawks prospect Frank Nazar uh is up there as well we'll get we'll get to him a little more later in addition but another guy you know don't just sell yourself on Bedard get used to seeing what else is potentially going to be available with one of those top 3 picks Adam Fantilli is a guy that you'll want to keep an eye out for so johnny that is my fourth point is watch some adam fantillion highlights but i will also say just as you did with Godard in moderation everything is healthy right. in moderation right
0: um all right i i don't know about you ron uh going to our next point here i'm superstitious i'm a little superstitious um and i believe you know it's like uh you, you know you slap the computer when it's not working or you know like the whatever well guess what Um, You know what's going to help determine if the Blackhawks get that number one overall pick is ping pong balls. So any ping pong balls you encounter from now until the NHL draft or the NHL draft lottery, excuse me, uh, be kind to them. Be nice to them. Uh, Rub them up nicely. Um, Because, you know, if you go and you smash the uh, ball, you go and step on it at your Halloween party. Guess what? Um, You could be the reason why Blackhawks don't get the number one overall pick. Be nice
1: to ping pong balls. Yeah, you're not superstitious, Johnny. You're just a little stitious and that's okay. We all need a little bit of that in our lives. And I agree with you. You got to be nice to him. Um, but speaking of, uh, you know, something that is very easy to do and is something that I don't think is going to affect your health. As a matter of fact, it's as easy as clicking a button on the old Bluebird machine. And that is to follow the Seattle Thunderbirds, the WHL4. Korchinski highlights. I'll take a Korchinski. You heard us talking about it. I'll take a Korchinski light with a Nazar on the side. If you want to see Korchinski highlights all season long, he's going to be a massive part of that Seattle Thunderbirds team. Be sure you follow them on Twitter. You'll get all the highlights popping up right in your feed. And if you want to go the extra mile, which Johnny, I might this season, go ahead and hit that little bell notification, just as you should for four feathers podcast and on tap Sportsnet net on all of our social media platforms, but hit that little bell. You'll always see when they tweet. And I'm gonna I'm a betting I- man, Johnny, if a game's on. More often than not, Korchinski is going to be in those highlights. I was
0: just going to say, m- most of the time, it will probably be related to Kevin Korchinski running the quarterback uh, power play position up there for the WHL Seattle Thunderbirds. And obviously, we talked about Bedard and uh, Fantilli. Had th- those guys aren't known right now for for sure commodities of the Blackhawks. Guess what? Korchinski's ours. He's already drafted. He's already uh, you know under contract. So uh, the Blackhawks have him. That- that's a surefire thing. You can at least you know know you're going to get excited about Korchinski. You don't need to do those in moderation. Go ahead and watch all of them. <laughs> all right. let's move on to the next one that we got here uh this goes for game experience yeah sure not going to be the same atmosphere at the uc however that also means you can buy cheap tickets last minute get in for basically the price of a beer so uh go and enjoy the uc experience by doing that ron um you know it's kind of it sucks when you think about it in theory because you wish they were good and you wish they were selling out and obviously that's obviously the goal and they had plenty of years of that right the longest solid streak in the nhl there for a while but um after years of doing that and having to pay an arm and a leg for standing room tickets during the cup run right well now you can almost sit you know like a 100 level for like i said about the price of a beer so take
1: advantage of that absolutely johnny and uh our next point plays right off of what you just had to say because when you buy one of those tickets let's be honest more often than not one of the members if not more multiple members of the four feathers podcast will be at the United center. So our next point to get you through this rebuild and get you through this lock season is attend the four feathers atrium pregames. Cause I'll tell you what, we have a good time. We got the bar there, Johnny, you and I have been a part of some Epic ones. We were just at the October fest for the preseason game with Tony and with Steve, um, and with one of your friends as well uh and then in addition uh johnny the last time you and i attended a game and had a pre-atrium beer uh we were served by the none other than the great mr pat foley himself uh with some free Bud lights so it's worth being in the atrium uh you can come hang out with us and say hello and it's just a good time it's actually a really nice atmosphere i'll tell you what johnny They when they originally built the atrium, I was a little little like, wow, what are they doing, trying to make things pretty, yep. and now it's like, oh, I kind of like what they're doing here. What
0: right. Yeah. You got the Blackhawks store that's right there. We got a plan on that later, but then the Dasher Bar is really cool. You can stand around there. That's where we were served by the great Pat Foley. Um, and there's also the, I've also seen some other guests uh, roaming around, some former players. That's where they had the hostess ceremony. So a lot of cool stuff going on in the atrium. They obviously decorated up for whatever the season may be. So, um, you know, that's always cool with the holiday light shows uh, that they do and whatnot in there. So atrium pre games definitely. Should be on your list this year. Another one that could be, uh, make the drive up to Rockford. Go to an Ice Hogs game because it's going to be some interesting prospects there. Obviously, Lucas Reichel is starting there. We got a little bit more on Reichel a little bit later. But, hey, Ron, I haven't been to an Ice Hogs game yet in Rockford, and I think that should be on the Four
1: Feathers bucket list for this year. I think it should. And, Johnny, I've been to one Ice Hogs game in my life, and I will tell you how long ago it was. Marco Dano was still a Rockford Ice Hog. So it's it's been a hot minute. I've got another one. They play the Wolves a lot, too. So maybe for a they shorter do. drive, if you need to, you can go and see them when they play the Wolves. There you go. Absolutely. Absolutely. Go to Allstate Arena and catch them there. But, Johnny, uh, I think a, a Four Feathers trip out to uh, out to old BMO is in order because they just renovated BMO right, and made, made it beautiful uh, as a part of that You know, kind of building up that Rockford area there where the stadium is as a part of the Blackhawks initiative. So uh, yeah, I completely agree. Uh, They're, they're fun to go to. It's a nice looking arena. Um, It's really unique in the essence of it's, it's a U shaped in terms of the seating. And then they have kind of like an open catwalk on the one end where you can almost like stand up there and watch the game from that end. So it's pretty neat. It's definitely uh, a must do for a lot of people. And Johnny, you know, when, when, when hockey isn't enough and you need somebody To just be there for you. Let Pat Boyle be your therapist. Pre-season. The pre-shows and post-shows are going to be fun this year. Pat Boyle's. A, a fantastic uh, case. Chelio. she's absolutely, honestly, I love listening to her talk hockey because she's so, so intelligent. Kobe Cohen brings a little bit of that kind of, you know, geeky hockey twang to it. And now Scotty darling is a part of right. uh, the, the pre and post game shows. So there's a lot of personality there. I'm sure we'll see appearances from guys like Andrew Shaw and, and other Blackhawks alumni throughout the season, maybe even some Patrick Sharp appearances when he's not on TV duty. Uh, it's going to be fun, but yes, at the core of it, let Pat Boyle be your ringleader and be your therapist. Right, I,
0: I, I've said it on the show before. And I just need to reiterate it here. And it, this is, you know, uh, my opinion, but I think it's right. I think it's a factual statement too. Pat Boyle is the best pre and post game uh, host of any Chicago sports team. Um, I, you know, am a big White Sox fan. I've watched him from the other ones uh, in terms of radio, listening there too, uh, and watching the TV broadcast. No one, no one gets it like Pat Boyle. And he he is at the, at his core, a Hawks fan, too, so he's going to be feeling what you're feeling, uh, and he, I'm sure he can offer some tips, too. I'm sure if we had him on here, he'd be able to add to this list as well. Um, but that's uh, moving on to number 11 here. Appreciate a John Weidemann radio call. That guy Ooh. paints a picture like no one else. Um, I really like Jeff Joniak for the Bears, but, man, <laughs> Hockey is a faster sport. Obviously, there's a little bit of downtime in between plays and football. Um, John Wideman, you know, we're, get, we're getting a little biased here, but I would go ahead and call him the best uh, radio broadcaster uh, in Chicago, too, in terms of play-by-play. So uh, I, I always enjoy uh, that, especially if I'm on a drive. Even if I'm not, though, you know, every once in a while, there's an ESPN Plus game last year that sucked. Well, I synced up John Wideman, and that made me feel a little bit better. So.
1: Yeah, and just adding to that quickly, Johnny, I think a lot of people maybe underappreciate John Wideman, but let's let's just call a spade a spade here. Uh, any of those beautiful Stanley Cup calls, if it's not the national call that you're getting, it's the John Wideman clip because that's the beauty of radio is no matter what the TV rights are, radio always goes. So John Wideman is a beauty and absolutely is worth being there. And speaking of appreciation, Johnny, um, two greats, two Hall of Famers, two numbers that will hang in the rafters of the UC one day, are still on this franchise. Appreciate Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves. I know Jonathan Taves might not still be the or might not be the player that he once was. I'll tell you who is, though, and that's Patrick Kane. And I quote-unquote down season last year. He still put up 92 points. So uh, the guy's still one of the best hockey players ever. He's going to be the greatest American-born player by the time he's done playing. Appreciate 88-19, ladies and gentlemen, because I'll tell you what, this could be the year where they finally leave and we're all going to sit here and whine and bitch about how much we miss 88 and 19, appreciate them while they're Hawks.
0: Perfectly said, Ron, that bleeds into our next uh, point here, uh, looking at number 13, and that is to take trade rumors with a grain of salt and always check the source. Um, this is sauce. going to, it, this is going to be evolved. You saw it all summer, right? The, the rumblings, the rumors regarding Patrick Kane and who might be a fit. Well, none of that was actually anything of substance, right? Because Patrick Kane talked to him and said, talked to the media when it got close to training camp and said, yeah, we never, none, neither of us, neither me nor Taves ever requested a trade. And uh, it's funny to read that stuff and think about, you know, uh, see where, these even come from right so always check the source uh you know bobby margarita if it comes from him usually legit frank sarah spaghetti Valley, sarah <laughs> like call calling those frank spaghetti it's frank spaghetti and meatballs he, he's pretty reliable you've got your other ones there chris johnson um there's a number of them there
1: um, yeah elliot sure, friedman darren dragger yeah right M- make sure make
0: sure it's a legit source don't drive yourself crazy you i'd say put more weight in reports than rumors that's what i got
1: on that one well put. I like that. Put more weights in reports. That might have to be a point in itself. Johnny has put more weights in reports <laughs> than rumors. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's that's a really good one. But while we're on the uh, the topic of appreciation here, Johnny, um, this is a good one. This is a good one. This is one you came up with. I got to give credit where it's due because it's going to be true, and I know it's going to happen to all of us as the season wears on. Appreciate Max Domi. But don't get too attached, ladies and gentlemen, because just like every other middle school boyfriend or girlfriend you've had in your (laughs) lifetime, the relationship's not going to last long, and he's going to be somewhere else before the season concludes. So appreciate number 13. I think he's going to be a player that Blackhawks fans truly appreciate and adore because they'll see more of him, and it won't just be the casual one game here and there throughout the year because he's really never played in the division before. Appreciate Max Domi. He's going to play a lot with Patrick Kane, most likely, more likely than not. Um, But don't don't get too attached. Be okay when it's when it's time to let go.
0: Right. And and then, you know, also you can appreciate what he brings back, uh, what what he fetches. Right. Assets wise, because we're assuming, you know, he's on a one year deal, likely going to be gone at the trade. That's not saying you shouldn't like him because he's a very personal guy. He's active on social media. He's excited about being here in Chicago. He wanted to play for Luke Richardson. But the reality of the situation, he's probably going to go. So don't get your heart broken. Just Keep that in the back of your mind uh, when you're talking about Max Tomey there. All right, Uh, on to the next one here. Attend HOSA night. Um, hey, it's going to be... Probably the best home game of the season, right? Um, everybody celebrating a legend. Probably will be their first sellout of the season, I would imagine, uh, unless there is another, you know, kind of family event that might uh, jump up in there as well uh, earlier. But I mean, obviously, host. We already all know the legacy. Tony and I were there for the official signing of the contract, so he could retire as a Blackhawk. Uh, that's also when they announced that the number would be retired. The electric, the excuse me, the atmosphere then was electric. It will be ramped up times ten, excuse me, times eighty-one on that night.
1: Absolutely. That's going to be that's going to be a night that I think they Maybe the entire ONTAP Sportsnet crew is there, not just the Four Feathers team. Uh, I know a bunch of our other friends here at ONTAPSportsnet.com are already planning to be in attendance for that one as well. And while we're being patient, Johnny, waiting for what's going to be a great night and host his banner night, uh, we also need to be patient, Johnny, with a prospect, and that is Lucas Reichel. He will not solve every problem, especially the scoring this season. He's not going to be the savior, at least not yet but he probably will be a very good player in the future that is a meaningful meaningful part of this team two, three, four, five years from now. Be patient with him. He's going to have growing pains. He's not going to thrive right away when he gets to the NHL. Let him be down in Rockford. Let him just bum slay everybody in the AHL for the first 20 games. And then when he does come up for good, be patient with him because he's not going to be, you know, st- single-handedly carrying this team on his back, Johnny, into any kind of situation where they get out of a lottery spot this year. Be patient with him, but appreciate him for what he is
0: and as he grows. Right. Uh, you said it best there, Ron. Uh, it was last season. I know it was a little bit different, but I think a lot of people when the Blackhawks had some scoring woes, right, uh, in like late January, early February, people were clamoring for him. He eventually came up, and guess what? He put up one assist in 11 games. Not saying that I do think he will be improved there uh, from watching him in preseason, from watching him, uh, you know, in training camp, stuff like that. However, Said, not going to solve all the woes here. So uh, let's move on to the next one here. Hey, I want to get excited about the future uh, things that the Blackhawks already have locked down. Watch some college hockey this year. College hockey is always fun, always a good atmosphere, especially on some Friday nights there. Um, but uh, several Hawks prospects will be playing for solid schools, as you had mentioned, right? Uh, a guy like Frank Nazar up at Michigan, and obviously a potential uh, future Hawks prospect in uh, Fantinelli. So um, th- there are, you know, a number there, uh, I think there was at least six seven Hawks skaters uh, draft prospects that we're going to be playing for uh, top 20 uh, teams, at least from the preseason poll. So um, go ahead and watch yourself some college hockey. That that can be a nice break too. Uh, Maybe from uh, the the Hawks who might be a little painful to watch at times.
1: Yeah. And Johnny, while we're on the point of college hockey as well, a guy that I think fans can get a little excited about who's a prospect we'll probably see sooner than later. He's maybe not necessarily going to be one of those top guys in the future, but a guy that I think is going to play a meaningful role in this team and maybe a middle six role uh, in the future. And that is Landon Slaggart at Notre Dame. And he's a junior. Uh, he's wearing a letter. I believe he's wearing an A uh, this season as well. Part of that leadership group at Notre Dame. That's going to be a guy to keep an eye on because when the college season's over, he's going to be eligible to sign with the Blackhawks. And I would not be surprised if we see him for a couple of games before the end of the year, if he decides to sign and remain in Chicago.
0: Crack him, just like Landon Sliger will crack a posing forward, skating across the middle of the ice with his head down. <laughs> I'm
1: telling you, Johnny, I think people are going to absolutely love that guy when he gets to Chicago. But speaking of the future, Johnny, uh, don't be afraid, Hawks fans, to check cap-friendly future seasons. And why? Well, the Hawks are going to have room to spend. And let's, let's just quickly dive into that. After this season, when Kane and Taves' $10.5 million cap hits fall off the books, There is only two players on this roster that make above $5 million. There's a lot of
0: empty slots on that chart, I will say. Yeah, there's a lot.
1: And the only reason that chart extends out beyond three years is because of Seth Jones's eternity contract. Outside of that, there are a lot of contracts falling off the books, a lot of meaningful money, guys like Tyler Johnson, uh, the aforementioned Cain and Tapes contracts. You know, McCabe only has another, I think, two years after this. Murphy, the same thing. Like, there is going to be a lot of money for this team to play with. And in the next five years, the cap is expected to exponentially grow for the first time in a long time in the NHL. So this team is going to be able to add pieces via free agency when the time comes. they got to build the foundation right now, but when it's time to put up the beautiful walls and all the cool furniture and things that make it feel like home, they'll have the money to spend.
0: So uh, I wanted to add this one in especially. You did a great job breaking down why that's important, Ryan, but I've seen it in other places within Chicago sports fandom. Uh, Why are people excited about the Bears? Obviously, there's a potential with the Justin Fields and all that. However, you're looking at it, and right, people go on Track and you look at future seasons, the Bears have the most cap space. Well, I've seen a lot of people. People get all excited about that and take the screenshot of it. Well, guess what? Go over to Cap Friendly, look at that for the Blackhawks in years beyond, and guess what? Kind of same situation. So, if you need a reason, if you're excited about the Bears in that regard, and don't think the Hawks are going anywhere, well, uh, guess what? Just know that they will have room to spend.
1: Absolutely, incredibly well put, Johnny.
0: Yep. So, all right, on to the next one here, uh, talking about kind of future guys here. Uh, pray to the hockey odds that Frank Nazar is okay. Unfortunately, a, uh, you know, report today that he may be out, what, several months, Ron?
1: Is that what is it? Was that correct? It was at least several weeks, but they said weeks to months. So right. it's, it's definitely going to be something to keep an eye on because, again, he's a first-round pick and a guy that they are very high on going into the future. He's the first forward they took in the draft really hope he's okay and gets any meaningful ice time this season because that's only going to benefit his development and ultimately benefit the rebuild.
0: Right. And a few first round pick there, obviously uh, you want to see him in action as much as possible, but um, for now uh, we'll be play- praying to the hockey gods that he's okay. All right. uh, Number 20, this is something that I've harped on for a while too, just because the contract is so big. Uh, when we were talking about those contracts there, guess what? The one that's running for a long time is Seth Jones and he's being paid what? 9.5 million. So Get excited about every Seth Jones point because guess what? Get your money's worth on that Mm because he's definitely getting his money's worth. And this is not to say that I don't think Seth Jones is a good hockey player or anything. I just wanted to see an uptick in scoring. And luckily, I will say, Ron, um, there was a little bit of a mentality shift after he settled in. Now he's entering his second year, obviously, with the Blackhawks. He said he made it a point, and the coaching staff wants to see more out of him from the scoring production standpoint. So I would love to see that because that guy is a big dude. And he can really bring it when he wants to. So maybe a little less timidness on the power play. Maybe we'll see some more
1: of those points piling up. Yeah. And we, we love. Johnny here at four feathers that when guys just fucking crank it. So we would like to see Seth Jones just fucking crank it from the point uh, and get some goals on the power play this season. And Johnny, speaking of money, uh, the Blackhawks are not necessarily saving money uh, when it comes to the Seth Jones contract this year. Um, But one thing you as a fan can do is save money at the Blackhawks team store. And I'm not saying don't buy a cool t-shirt or don't buy a nice hat like the one Jonathan's wearing, or maybe even the one I'm wearing. Um, But anything with a player name on it, I would probably stay away from unless it's Patrick Kane or Jonathan Taves. Maybe Seth Jones because he's on contract until eternity. So that's another one that you could arguably uh, get as well. But there's going to be a lot of turnover, folks, not only this season, but years to come. Do not make the mistake that Ron Luce has made and have a graveyard of jerseys that are no longer relevant (laughs) um, (laughs) with players on the roster because they're very expensive. So save a little money at the team store. Don't buy jerseys. Buy cool T-shirts and hats instead if you're going right. to.
0: it. and I've got a little caveat there too. Then, Ron, uh, you can also then if there's a sale and you see, you know, they do some Black Friday sort of things and different, uh, you know, discounts throughout the year. Take advantage of those. Um, a, the, I don't think yeah. the demand will be as high uh, as in some years past. And then B, um, if you see one of those sales go up for a blank jersey, you could always take that somewhere and get it customized later to a player that you would want. So um, that's just another tip on that save money at the Blackhawks team store. All right. Uh, You can distract yourself this season, Ron, by memorizing the spelling of Andreas Athanasiu's name. And by the time you get it, it'll probably be
1: gone by the trade deadline. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Johnny, it's it's not an easy name, and you know, always always sound it out phonetically. It's F N S C U. Uh, And if you think you can take a stab at spelling that, join us in the comments. Don't look it up though. Don't cheat. Just go for it. Just give yourself a shot. Um, Even I have gotten close a couple of times to miss screwing it up, but I think I've got it down, Pat Johnny, Uh, and hopefully everybody else will. Like you said, by the time he's he's dealt at the trade deadline this year.
0: Yeah, I think that point especially goes for our guy Tony on tap uh, hasn't been on for this new season of four feathers here. But just wait, Uh, he is a serial name botcher. So um, it it will if Tony can spell it and pronounce it correctly, um, then he's been here too long. Yeah, so you're, gonna want, you're gonna want to get him out of town, out of trade
1: and get some draft capital back. Right? That's that's big facts. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that Tony is still messing up Boris Kachuk's name, so um, there's there's a very good possibility that um, we're gonna get about fifteen thousand different iterations of Athena CU before the season's over. If Tony's on the show, Johnny. But speaking of uh, somewhere that Andreas Athanasiu has played before, but just something to remind yourselves when you need a little bit of comfort in the at the end of the day, Hawks fans, just remember. Detroit sucks, Detroit sucks, Detroit sucks. Hey, you can always hate on your enemy enough to where it'll make you feel a little bit better about yourselves, and that's what we do here at Four Feathers, and reminding you that Detroit sucks.
0: Ron, I was at that preseason game, Obviously, you guys were too, but I was down in the 100 level. Um, My tickets had gotten bumped up um, for that preseason game that Saturday night one, and I was sitting behind the Red Wings bench. There was a large contingency of the fans there, and um, Detroit fans that is sitting right behind their bench, and when they would start their Let's Go Red Wings chant, you can also intersperse that with a Detroit sucks while they're in their break in between the Red Wings chant. So uh, as Blackhawks fans down there, we're getting into that. That was a lot of fun. Um, all right. Another one on this list, Uh guys, attend these four feathers, happy hour shows, these Hawks happy hour shows that we're going to do. We're trying to bring a little bit of a lighter fan centric sort of side to this. Obviously, we'll talk about what goes on on the ice. But unfortunately, the Blackhawks are going to play a lot of the same game this year. And by that, I mean, they're going to lose four to one. They're going to lose five to two. And they're, it's going to be a struggle to get some offensive, uh, you know, uh rolling, some, some you know, any, any sort of consistent goal production just with the names that are on the roster there um but we're gonna try and have fun with it um so go ahead and join us here um whatever you're venting whatever you want to vent about maybe we'll have some therapy sessions here too. Ron, um get them in our comment section here on tip sports that on youtube or facebook uh, and we can feature them and
1: have a good laugh about it and we'll uh, help each other get through this thing Absolutely, Johnny, and, and we're all going to need it. And, and along the way, too, right, this is something we've always enjoyed doing here at Four Feathers, was creating our little sayings and our little fun things and the just fucking crank it's and such. Uh, well, one guy, Johnny, that I know you and I are very high on to just-fucking-crank-it this season, and I want to see a lot of as Taylor Radish. That's just a guy that it's kind of a reminder Blackhawks fans, this will help you get through the year. Watch his growth. Watch his progression. He's still a very young player, probably the largest piece that wasn't a draft pick coming back in the Brandon Hagel trade and he played pretty well down the stretch for the Hawks at the end of the year last year he's gonna be in the top six regularly this season I think in line rushes today he was on the top line as a matter of fact so he's gonna get opportunities to score hopefully it's a lot of just fucking crank it especially on the power play and that bumper role um, obviously I think their power play is gonna change ever so slightly but they'll, they'll still have an iteration of said bumper roll. Um, hopefully he's doing a lot of just fucking pranking it. We're at least getting to celebrate some goals, Johnny, because offense is still cool and tough, uh, right. even though there probably won't be a lot of it this year. Right, Ron, when, whenever you say
0: that name, I always think back to a game last March at Anaheim. I believe it was a Wednesday night TNT game, and the Blackhawks' offense was just rolling somehow, way, that night. They just found a way. Maybe the Ducks uh, were, were coming off on short rest. But whatever it was, the Blackhawks were able to find a way to do it, and Taylor Radish teed one up from the point that was an absolute pure definition of just fucking crank it and he went top top shelf uh it was absolutely beautiful i can't wait to see uh more from him um all all right another guy that came over from tampa i know he's injured right now but i did like what i saw before he got injured in that saturday night game that's boris kachuk um when he comes back he reminds me a little bit of a bulldog. He's a little bit of a bulldozer as well, Ron, just in his sort of, uh, sort of style of play uh, and his frame, his build, right? And he did have a just fucking crank it moment last year. However, uh, I think those guys can get lost in the shuffle uh, based on uh, past uh, you know, draft picks and a little bit shinier objects, so to say. However, remember that Kyle Davidson was the one that wanted to acquire these guys. These are no longer Stan Bowman's uh, acquisitions, right? This was for from the Brandon Hagel trade. Boris Kachuk almost also came over along with Taylor Radish, who you mentioned there. So um, I will put Boris Kachuk. Watch him be a uh, bulldozer, a bulldog of sorts uh, this year. Um, look for him as soon as he gets back from IR.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Johnny. I I think Kachuk is absolutely – I mean, I think a lot of people forget Kachuk and Radish, both second-round picks. Like, these guys weren't drafted super late and just are fringe guys. Like, they're guys that are pretty highly sought. And if there's any team that I trust to draft, well, it's the Tampa Bay Lightning. So, uh, if they're both second-round picks, they're both guys that clearly have potential and and are going to be worth a damn. And, and Johnny, another point, too, that I want to add is I think just have fun with it right? Just have fun with this season. Hockey is still hockey. Go to the United Center. Enjoy the games for what they are. Get yourself a nice pop with the boys or the girls or whomever it is that you're going to go to the game with and just enjoy yourselves. We're going to do that here plenty at Four Feathers. We're hoping to do a lot of content related to that as well with Four Feathers, whether it be via YouTube, Twitter, what have you. Uh, we're going to be doing plenty with it because we're going to have fun with it. And Johnny, I think that's a good word of advice to a lot of people watching this team. You just have fun with it. Find those little things that are going to keep you invested and entertained. Make light of situations if you have to. If there's a good meme-worthy moment that happens in a Blackhawks game, make it a meme. Have fun with it because guess what? It's still hockey. It's still a beautiful sport. We're all still going to have a blast doing it. Um, And along those lines, enjoy it. Maybe play fantasy hockey, too, because then it at least keeps you invested around the rest of the league as well, and you're not just centered in on what's going to be a Blackhawks rebuild all season long, Johnny.
0: Right, right. I like that a lot, Ron. Just have fun. That's at the end of the day, Ron. I mean, that's the essence of sports, right? Why why do we enjoy it? It's fun. It's entertaining. So just have fun with it. I think that's a great point of advice here as we get close to winding down. Ron, another one uh, as you just take a nice swig there. Um, I was thinking about the other day. I have now finally tried it. I know it was teased for a while. but I have, too. Yes. Blackhawks Pale Ale is out, and I will say it, it is rather tasty. It's it's nothing that is way too overpowering, but there is still a little bit of a bite to it. Uh, you know, kind of uh, how a Boris Kachuk check would finish, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it is it is rather tasty. And my God, the can design and the box design too, for that matter, are just fantastic. That neon white uh, Indian Head logo looks excellent on the can and i don't know about you Ryan. i know some people might think it's a little weird but i like to save some of those commemorative cans so maybe save that add it to your merch collection uh but try out the blackhawks pale ale uh, i definitely recommend it here uh from the four feathers podcast
1: yeah johnny and i'm glad you brought that up because i too just got to try it for the first time actually just this past week um and oh, baby if you are at all a craft beer lover and even if you maybe aren't i, I think it's the perfect beer that gives you a twang of a craft beer without being too right. much of a craft beer because for the credible. record i'm not
0: i'm, I'm an every no yeah. light beer drinker but i enjoyed that
1: yeah and that and from one four feathers panelist talking about another ladies and gentlemen that is a big deal if johnny nani enjoys it because johnny nani is bush light to the core there it is on the screen to the core a bush light guy so for him to enjoy the pale ale i enjoyed it a lot i could easily kill a 12 pack over the course of a marathon day you all know how that works. We hashtag crack them really hard here at On Sportsnet. They're really good. Try them. Go find them. I mean, they sell them anywhere. They're they're a Goose Island collaboration with the Blackhawks, so they sell them just about anywhere in the Chicagoland area. Um, I'm right there with you, man. Go give them a try. They're delicious. I I enjoyed the hell out of them. I actually let one of my buddies try it, and he is n- very much like you, Jonathan. Just a I'm a I'm a light beer guy to the end, mm-hmm. light beer do- domestics. And he even was like, "Is it bad that I think this is tasty?" And I said, "No." No, not at all, Johnny. This is this is what you want in a good beer. Hey, at least if there's one thing we can get excited about for the Blackhawks this season is they they put out a good beer. Unfortunately, Johnny, I hate to take a shot. A lot better than the Sox Golden Ale one <laughs> when they released that. <laughs> uh, I, I think it's a better tasting beer personally. Not that it's even just because it's affiliated with the White Sox, um, but it, it truly is a very enjoyable beer for what they put out.
0: Yeah. All right. Yeah, I like that. I like I like both of them. I will say I do think I like the Blackhawks one a little bit better. Um, Maybe it's a little more recency biased. However, um it, we're in hockey season now. So uh, it's time. Um, All right. Uh the Next thing is we're going down here. This list. Um, This is the perfect season run to get your multi screen viewing setup perfected Ooh, because. Wow. Usually, right, when you're talking about your favorite teams, obviously you always want them on your primary thing. Well, guess what? Sometimes the Blackhawks aren't going to be as entertaining to watch. And that's not to say that you shouldn't watch them, but go and perfect then your setup. Get your, you know, if you got a monitor, if you got uh, an extra TV or if you got a tablet, that whatever you do do that. Figure out how to perfectly rotate it, time it, all that. I'm big into uh, getting things streamlined like that. So I know I'll be doing a lot of that this year, uh, watching other games as they go along, and that'll also help you kind of uh, keep an eye uh, on the standings. Who else is tanking? Who else is, uh, you know, uh, possibly <laughs> challenging the Blackhawks for that, uh, you know, best odds uh, for the number one overall pick? So, um, yeah, perfect your hockey viewing setup this year.
1: Uh, and Johnny, just almost a point to build off of that is uh, when, once you perfect your hockey viewing setup, have watch parties with your friends. We at Four Feathers are going to have a ton of these watch parties, uh, obviously centered around Blackhawks games. Um, but we're going to have a good time. You know, we like to go over to the old Casa de Marchese. We like to, you know, set up the uh, the beautiful Blackhawks. Uh, I'm, no, I'm going I'm to be a true Midwestern bag sets. Come at me if you call it Cornhole. <laughs> I don't care. Set up your bag sets out in the front yard, especially while the weather's still going to be decent. We still got a little while here before it gets too cold. Um, you know, go out there, throw the bags around a little bit. You know, have a cup of two tree pops with the boys. Perfect that viewing setup, Johnny, and just ride and enjoy it. Because, again, hockey's back. Right, One of the yeah. most beautiful sports on earth is back. Just, just enjoy it with your buddies. Yeah. And, and the best part about
0: that is obviously, you know, I remember doing those kind of watch parties with some friends back during the Stanley cup years. And obviously that all was great fun, right? But everybody is tiled into the TV. Well, guess what? You have a more casual fan. It doesn't matter. It's not life or death. If you're, you know, uh, uh, socializing a little bit during the first period or, uh, you throw on some tunes or whatever and have the game on mute or like whatever that may be, whatever your setup is, uh, just enjoy it and you can still make it in a, event uh of sorts so ron i think that kind of brings us to the end uh, of our list that we had here for tips and tricks for how to get through this Blackhawk season obviously we're getting close to buck drop a little bit less or a little bit more than an hour here Uh, i'll probably be a little bit extended further than that here but uh opening night uh preview prediction uh what do you got
1: for me uh outlook on this first game here in colorado yeah johnny i'm just excited first off again that Blackhawks hockey is back. I know we've said it how many different times over the last few episodes, but it is. It's back. It's been a long summer. It has a been time. a long summer. It's a beautiful time of the year to watch some Blackhawks hockey. Yes, I know they're going to be bad, but I'm still going to enjoy the Patrick Kane spinoramas and the and the beautiful sauce passes and the just fucking crank it moments. And there's still going to be things that are going to be fun about this season and make it. I I, I I always think to myself, Johnny, and this is something I want to share with everybody just quickly, and I will give you my preview thoughts here. But, every single sporting season for your favorite team is like a new book you break it open you don't know what the next page holds but just enjoy it because each one is different and unique and there's going to be things that you like about it and things that you don't like about it there's going to be things that you think about over the course of the summer when they're not playing that you're going to wish ah, i wish i wish appreciated that more in the moment appreciate it as if you appreciate a favorite book it's always going to be different with each turn of the page but it. It is the beauty of what makes a sports season a sports season. It is an unwritten, truly an unwritten story that is going to unfold before your eyes between now and April. And I am so excited about it,
0: Johnny. Damn, Ron's spitting over there. I wanted to add on to that real quick. I I think baseball does a little bit better job of this, right? You know, why is opening day so big? Um, And, you know, they kind of have everybody playing on the same day. And there's something about it and all the games going on during the middle of the day. And everybody's out at the ballpark. And it's, you know, spring. The winter's finally done. Spring is here, even though in Chicago we know that might not be the case for a couple weeks after. However, baseball does a better job of it. But we're here to tell you that hockey, they... Even if they don't do it, opening night is when hope springs eternal, just like it does on opening day in baseball. So um, this is our time to shine. Hockey is hashtag back uh, on the map and it'll be back on our TVs here. And like I said, maybe a little bit over an hour. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. Ron, Uh, hit me with a little bit of uh, hashtag analysis here ahead of this game against Colorado.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's no secret. It's banner-raising night out in Denver. Uh, They're they're raising the Stanley Cup banner after a very convincing Stanley Cup win. Obviously, they rolled through the playoffs. Uh, I don't think they really ever felt like like they they were down against anybody in any of those series. I think they lost
0: four times throughout the
1: playoffs. That just goes to show you how good they were. That's a good team. That's a really good team. But if I'm a Blackhawks fan, that's a team I kind of look at, Johnny, when I, I need kind of encouragement and something to uplift me and say, yeah, we want to build in that model right. because that's how Colorado built. Colorado was terrible for a long time, right? Before they got to where they are now. It took them a while to accumulate guys like Nathan McKinnon and Gabriel Landis Cog and Miko Rotten and, and Kale McCar. McCarr. And they made strategic trades for guys like Devin Taves, you know, and and um, Valerie Nachuskin and, and all these other guys who have played massive roles on that team. They're a very complete team, arguably one of the most complete in the league. They did lose Nazem Kadri, which is a very big loss for them because he was sensational last season I think it just goes forgotten how good he was last year which is truly a shame because he honestly was one of the best forwards in the league last year Johnny but they're still gonna be a good team they're still clearly better than the Hawks on paper um but they're they might be riding a little bit of a an off-season hangover right they played a lot right. of hockey this summer and it's the nostalgia of the banner and I don't know if you saw the they video, got their Johnny. rings, yeah. The rings, exactly where I was going, where it it shows the highlight of them winning. And like, it's a cool box. Like, they went all out with the rings. I I thought that was really well done. But they're living in the moment of we won a championship and they know they're going to be good enough this season. If the Hawks come out balls to the walls, they could at least make it interesting. And maybe they do steal a win. Who knows? Who's not to say that Patrick Kane and Jonathan. We we've seen it all over social media that the the Hawks are playing with a chip this year because everybody's writing them off. And everybody's saying they're going to suck and be the worst team in the league. Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves have never really experienced anything other than success, even outside the last few last few seasons. They've at least kind of been in the mix and been somewhat competitive. Right. And it's their been playoff and,
0: to start last year, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Like you know, there was still that playoff hope. This is really the first year in their careers that maybe outside of their rookie seasons, Johnny, where playoffs wasn't on their mind and they're going to come out and play hard and it seems like Luke Richardson has them going we saw flashes in the preseason if there is one time this season where they steal a win against Colorado I think it's tonight because of just everything going on to distract the avalanche um but that being said the avalanche are still the avalanche they're probably still the Cup favorites I haven't looked at the odds yet um it's going to be it's going to be I think if this is going to be the closest game of the year between these two teams and who knows if, if the Hawks get a lucky bounce here and there, they might be able to steal one.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go kind of X's and O's here, Ron, uh, when I'm talking about this game. And I know we're not going to do this a whole, whole lot this year, because like I said, the Hawks are going to play a lot of the same games here. However, if you remember, the Blackhawks opened the season on a Wednesday night national broadcast on TNT in Colorado last year. And they dug themselves a hole because nobody knew what the hell to do in Jeremy Colleton system. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Defensively. So they got absolutely just blown away on coverages. They they, they didn't even have guys there. It wasn't just obviously Colorado had great speed to expose it. However, Luke Richardson has made it simple enough for the guys. You heard guys like Mackenzie Entwistle talk about it during training camp in the preseason. They said, you know, your assignment because they made it an easy concept to understand. And if you screw up, that's on you. So, Mm -hmm. I look for the Blackhawks to have some more structure and structure in terms of being able to actually defend that. Colorado's still going to get their chances just based on their speed, based on their skill. That's still going to happen. They're still probably going to pot, you know, I would probably put it at four or more uh, tonight. However, um, the Blackhawks should not be down and out before it even gets going like it was last year. I believe it was already a three-goal lead, um, about eight. 10 minutes into the first period. So um, if <laughs> we're looking small, I'm very micro here, but if they can kind of chunk the game like that, Ron, right. Like, okay, we're, you know, even if we let up maybe like a little bit of a a rush chance here, we, we at least know if we can get them in this, our you know, box and one system here, especially on like a penalty kill. If we can uh, be right on our zone coverages here, um, it will not be a blowout. From the get-go, like it was last year. So um that's what I'll kind of be looking for and how the players respond to implementing Richardson's system for the real deal. Obviously, we saw a little bit of it in Spurts, but obviously not the whole group together. Um, main group that is during the preseason. So be interesting to see. I know it's a real tough opponent that you're going up against, but those are the kind of things that you're going to have to look for uh during this rebuilding season.
1: Yeah, incredibly well put, Johnny. I, I think that's gonna be the biggest thing. I think that's the biggest difference, too, right? Is just It really does feel like this team is more confident in what they're doing on the ice already. And if, again, nothing else, yeah, they're going to lose a lot of hockey games. But for every one of those 4-1 or 5-2s that you mentioned, Johnny, I think there are going to be some of those 4-3 and overtime losses and things like that where you look and you go, this is a, a significantly less talented team than who they played and they still played well against them. And if that's the case... That's where we, I think, as Blackhawks fans can right. can kind of grasp onto the hope of the future and say, hey, they got the right guy, they got the right system in terms of speaking about Luke Richardson. Now it's just a matter of Kyle Davidson and company doing the right things to bring the right talent in and put this thing together.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, Ron, I think we're, we're on the same page, I think, and I think most Hawks fans are here. So um, it's it's going to be a rough one, but if you need help, go and refer back to the first part of this episode where we gave you our tips and tricks. I believe we listed out 30 of them there. Uh, And I'm sure we come up with plenty more uh, if we had more time to, but we are running out here uh, on the opening night special edition of the four feathers podcast. So we appreciate everybody tuning in for a little happy hour uh, before the late start out in Colorado tonight. Remember, uh, Avs are going to have to raise their banner, so this thing's probably going to be pushed back a little bit, and I believe there was an Eastern Conference game, uh, Washington and Boston, I want to say, uh, was on the TNT broadcast before, so they usually end up pushing things back. If that game uh, is starting to cut into it, and obviously, once again, the Avs banner-raising ceremony. So be ready for a late night. Uh, it's a late night uh, kind of West Coast road trip to, to start the season, but uh, we'll be here Breaking it down, hopefully, hope to be back for a little Hawks happy hour on Friday, Ron. We say that, uh, talking about these first two games here, because we got back-to-back. They're at Vegas tomorrow night.
1: Yeah, they sure are, and it it feels perfect, Johnny, because we can kind of talk about what we've seen through the first two against two, what is expected to be very good teams in the Western Conference. Nice comeback win for Vegas last Mm -hmm. night. Yeah, exactly. You know, two teams that we expect to be in that playoff picture in the Western Conference, specifically in that Pacific division. Um, but then there's another Pacific division team who the Hawks are battling with for that tankathon spot in the San Jose Sharks on Saturday night. Right. And then a lot of time off before the Hawks play hockey again, uh, which we will be in attendance for you. And I have already discussed and confirmed that. Um, you'll hashtag confirm it. I'll hashtag double confirm it. Hashtag confirm. Uh, Hashtag double confirmed because we will be there uh, for the home opener against the Red Wings next Friday. Um, But, yeah, a little Hawks happy hour this coming Friday to get things going. Another game over the weekend, a little time off before a nice little home stretch where, uh, again, Detroit sucks and you get to start with them at home uh, for the home opener. So that should be a lot of fun.
0: Right, yeah. Well, a lot of big things uh coming here uh with the Four Feathers podcast. So uh with that said, make sure you're following us on social media at Four Feathers Pod and at on tap sportsnet so you don't miss uh, any of those updates about all the fun stuff that is to come. Um, we appreciate everybody who jumped in the YouTube comments. You can do so yourself by subscribing to OnTap Sportsnet on YouTube and liking us on Facebook. Um, drop your comments from there, and we'll be able to feature them on these shows uh going forward. So um, Ron, that just about does it. Hit me with a final thought before we sign off on this opening night.
1: My final thought, Johnny, is to refer back to this episode as often as you need to during the year. Save it somewhere, bookmark it, do whatever you need to do wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Like this on YouTube, and then you can always go look back in your liked, in your liked videos playlist and find it. Um, it. It might be well needed, but again, at the same time, enjoy it, appreciate it, and hashtag crack them all season long because Lord knows we're all going to need it when this team loses 50-something games this year, Johnny. We
0: put a best there, Ron. I was just going to say, hey, crack them. Enjoy it. Hockey's back. So, you know, results be damned. uh, Blackhawks hockey is going to be back on your TV tonight and will be uh, through into, what, early April, very end of March there. So um, we we know that is a fact. Sit back, relax, and strap down. Uh, Enjoy the ride. Let's go, Hawks. Let's go, Hawks.